1: Oh. Welcome to the Sissy That Talk Show podcast. I'm Joseph Shepard, and I have the absolute privilege and honor of having Monet Exchange here. We just Sissy That Talked on the YouTube show, and now we're about to do it in the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing very well.
0: I'm so happy to be a part of your show. I love the talk show. That's catchy. People are going to like saying that. Yeah. Talk it's very smart branding. Show. What's yeah. the
1: smartest branding you've ever done?
0: The smartest branding? Again, I'm gonna default to Patty. I don't know. Think about something. Um, what are we doing? As far as branding, I mean, I guess sponges, and that's good. And people swear that I did that intentionally. Like I, mm-hmm. cho- it just I really made that beautiful, beautiful gown that on the first so episode. Beautiful. So gorgeous, Met Gala, worthy. Hello, yes. and um and. Because it was, it was not. You know, I didn't use the best materials. Mm-hmm. It was, it just fell apart on the entire. So there were just sponges everywhere on. Drag has filmed on two sound stages: one for the workroom, actually three, one for the workroom, one for the challenges, and one for the main stage. Mm-hmm. And they were just sponges on in everywhere in the workroom and everywhere on the main stage, under the stage, under RuPaul's wig, like sponges <laughs> were just everywhere, you know. Not so, under his wig. So we find them, and we would just all play with them all the time. It was very cute.
1: So you've been on Drag Race Season 10, All Stars 4, All Stars 7. You did Super Secret Celebrity Drag Race. But you also have started going into the acting realm. You were in the Huluween special. Mm-hmm. You've done some voice work. Yeah. What is the difference between the two? Do you like the acting atmosphere? Do you want to get more into it?
0: You know, I really do. I um, I've uh, I've also did some stuff, I did Lovecraft Country on mm-hmm. HBO, and I've done some some, some, some few acting bits, and I, I really enjoy doing, I really enjoy acting. I, I like all facets of performing, I really do. And um, you know, in opera, they, I took this class in undergrad called The Singing Actor, and so I never like took like formal acting classes, which I'm probably doing. Um <laughs> but I really enjoy that. The Halloween drag extravaganza was so great, doing it with Ginger, she's such a professional. It looked and, like, like there was a budget. A girl. A budget. Okay, what did uh what did Chad Michael say Up, updo? We had yes. a budget. Was, they really like oof. invested. It was this we, we shot on the set where they do Teen Wolf. And um and it was really dope. Like they they really took care of us and the writing was so great. Yeah. The music, like I actually like singing it and I, I love the song. So the Holy Drag Shavaganza, hopefully we do more. That'd be so and fun. It happened because of the Ebony Ebony and Irony podcast I do with Lady Bunny. Really? Yeah, we were on that we were doing our podcast and you know, Bunny often bitches and I chime in as well and I go went on this rant like, you know, these big corporations and streaming services like Netflix and Hulu, they would never, ever center drag queens. They just want to use us as props and just have us to and and just have us as wasteless pieces of garbage on (laughs) their on whatever stupid production they're doing so hulu called and they were like oh really bitch we're gonna put our money where our mouth is and they made a entire special centered around drag and i'm like hats off to y'all like thank y'all for doing that because a lot of queens we can we have all been asked to girl can you come be in my music video and you're in it for 0.10 seconds and you sit on set for 12 hours for that and you're just like this thing that's just like nothing so have you
1: turned down music videos absolutely from like who
0: (laughs) you are so joseph jeffard you are just a little a little something 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 i was i'm not gonna see artists but it was myself and like three other queens and we were on an australian tour and this artist was like, "Hey, we want to fly you, Madonna." The, um, no, he didn't want to fly you. He's like, oh, "No, He's like I'm doing this music video. Like there people reached out. Mm-hmm. We're doing it, shooting it in, in, in L.A. And we'd love to have you be a part of it. Are you based in L.A.? I was like, No, I'm I'm actually not. I'm based in New York. But aside from that, I'm currently in Australia. He was like, Well, what uh, are you free on this day? I'm like, We are free, but I'm in Australia. He's like, Okay. Well, um, we can get you to L.A. And I was like, Okay. And well, like, what's the pay? And they were like. That is the pay, just getting you to, like, it's like, bitch, that's not the pay. But I'm I'm coming to work for you, and you're like, you're just gonna fly me, and probably not even uh, first class. Yeah. I'll have been in, in, in so fucking you stewage. You would
1: have been right next to the bathroom in the very back.
0: No, i would have been under with all the little Pomeranians. <whistles> i I'd, I'd have been me and the little dogs just chilling un, under the plane. <laughs> like, no.
1: So. I have Justin Bieber.
0: <laughs> no, that's, do you think Justin Bieber would have some drag queens in the video? He was
1: supposed to. I know that that was a drama. He was. Yeah, and he was trying to hire people for one hundred and fifty dollars. No. Yes.
0: Imagine these multi-million-dollar music videos, and they want to pay a drag queen one hundred and fifty bucks to come in to sit down, do your makeup for two hours, set in a corset and heels. Girl, no, 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 no. 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 So now when I see drag queens like I know Gotmick and someone else was in the unholy video with Sam Smith and Violet chopsticks. Violet chopsticks. <laughs> so I I know Violet is a cunt. Mm-hmm. and a bitch so I'm sure she got paid well to do that or they paid him more than $150 I would imagine or maybe she did it for a two piece of biscuit I don't know but well, knowing Violet I don't see her doing it for not for not a good day's rate
1: so God, Mick, and Violet are like a duo you mm-hmm. have Trixie and Katya who are a duo uh-huh. and then there's you and Bob yeah I have a question. How do you separate yourself? Because I believe that there can be too much hanging out with somebody mm-hmm. and too much doing gigs with one person. Yeah. How do you make sure that you are Monet Exchange and not Monet Exchange plus Bob?
0: You know, I mean, I think the fans ultimately do that and they do lump us together. Like people constantly lumping tricks and Conti together. Mm-hmm. Now got making um, Violet. And um, so I think that's gonna happen regardless. And especially Unlike a lot of those other queens, Bob and I, we literally came up in New York together. Mm -hmm. We worked a lot together. Before Dragons. we had an extensive history together. So naturally, people are going to do that. But I think we are both in our own lanes and our own thing. And um, we have fun doing our things Mm sololy. Is that a word? Yeah, solely. So literally, we do our things by ourselves and we come together to do the podcast and tour the podcast. So really the things we do a lot together are literally podcast related only we don't. I mean, Bob, I, I'm in some of Bob's music. He's in some of mine. And um, we both do stand up as well. Um, and Bob, you know, so I, I, there are some, some some places where we do crossover where, where there is a nice intersection. Yes. That's very nice. But um, you're not going to stop the fans, especially people who watch Drag Race and their only point of reference for drag is drag race yeah. is gonna happen that's like, like when a new season happens like ooh she's giving me like like um, the new Aquaria and as opposed to saying to having some other point of reference of yes. what drag is like so people are gonna do that and it's fine I don't get bothered by it I'm, I think Bob is fucking great Bob is stellar Bob is really talented so when you're saying okay hey when you come to me think you, you're being cunt you be like hey Bob I'm like you're not funny yeah. one two that's just so tired I probably heard that all night long already, and B, that's a compliment. He's very talented.
1: So thank you. Yeah. 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 Look at it that way. Yeah, for sure. OK, so I'll start seven. Mm-hmm. I do want to get into there's been a lot of girls talk uh-huh. about things that happened that were not shown film wise uh-huh. and that they were edited in a certain way and challenges were switched out and stuff. Yeah. Do you believe that the uh-huh. world saw what needed to be seen? Or do you believe that there was like some edits and stuff that made it? Because from a viewer's perspective Mm -hmm. in my head, it did seem like Jinx was the front runner from Mm -hmm. the viewers, from the edit that I saw. Yeah. Was the edit that you guys had, basically when you guys were on set, was that any different? You know, so I mean, so like we
0: can't like they can't craft something that they didn't film, right? So I think the better question is like, maybe did I think that like all the challenge wins were correct yes and i think that i don't think was true like i for example i think i um i definitely could have won the girl the the second girl group challenge the one where we did the the night the 2000s thing yes i think that like the way that they dole out the challenge wins but again but then you can argue say that it's super it's super subjective like maybe they maybe they thought my runway was not good and my verse wasn't good but Mm -hmm. i think the the viewing public watching everyone was like that doesn't. That didn't seem right. That didn't make any sense. So I think when they give out the challenge wins to certain people, you can't argue with that. But even by using their metrics, their rubric, the the show said who the it was centered around stars. Whoever had the most stars, like that was that was what you're trying to get. So yes. even at the end with the ADR, at the end when they added the thing of um, and uh, what was it? And um, going judging by your final lip sync and, and the season. It- even even by the metric of the season, I had the most stars. I didn't make up the rules for the stars. I didn't dish out the stars that way. Like I literally had the most stars. So by that rubric, by that metric, I did the best in the season. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I you know I just think that you can like one can argue about like how the challenge wins went. Um, but challenges
1: were switched though, right?
0: Challenges were. I mean that that's all alleged too. I don't know that for a fact. You know what, the, I was not in the producing room saying, "Here we're going to put this challenge here." you after every season you hear so much yeah there's so many rumors you so many things always going there's through. so many rumors there's so many things and like not unless you were sitting in the room with we had we made that marquee come to life and RuPaul sat there and was like bro i have a question let's ask <laughs> did you change the b-b-b-b-? so this It's always going to be conjecture. there's no there's no way to n- RuPaul Andre Charles
1: i made sure jinx won, so you wouldn't have to <laughs> <laughs>
0: But That being said, and you know, and uh, but Jinx again, like ever all, like the other seven of us, Jinx was just in this competition, like to us. be in the competition, yeah. She was not there, like, hey, you guys, you should like that. That's not what Jinx did. Jinx yeah. was playing, playing the competition just like the rest of us. So, um, and people, so people sending her stuff, I'm like, that's that's not her fault or her problem, like yeah. she will, she wanted to win like the rest of us, you know. So, I think you know. You go on TV and you're left to the devices of what, what the powers that be make it to be, and you can be upset about like you you can't no one can say that you can't be mad about it. You can't be upset at the outcome, but um, you 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 go on to reality TV to get reality TV'd, and that's what it is.
1: When you were reality TV'd on All Star Seven, we did <laughs> notice that there was a lot of positivity. There were no negative critiques, mm-hmm. but. Trinity has said that there were negative critiques. Do you wish that there would have been negative, or do you think that them painting everybody really in a positive light helped you guys?
0: Um, I with the winter season, I they towards the beginning of the season, they gave us a bit more negative critiques that weren't shown on camera because they did say this from the beginning. Like we want to make you this the purpose of this is to celebrate you guys and to elevate you guys. So we don't want anyone to leave here feeling bad about themselves or their drag. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they made a concerted effort to not like, in a regular season, like really come at the girls. Like but like for example, like on season 10, episode one, telling Dusty, all right, we've seen the dots. <laughs> when you know that that's literally her thing and all her makeup looks always dots. Like They weren't doing that. Uh, All-Stars for episode one. Monet, sponges. Again, you know, Monique. They they didn't do that because they're like- Adore Delano, go home. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) they didn't do that. So uh, there there were negative critiques, but by, like, episode four, they they really stuck to only the positive stuff. Um, And so- and no i i i don't think we i mean what i think it would have made it, it made it would have made a little spicier maybe would have made a little more tension had we mm-hmm. had some more negative critiques um between maybe not be t- amongst the girls but like well, actually it would be between the girls we're kidding just drag queens going to we're sensitive about our shit um but it would definitely made a little more maybe tension with us and the judges maybe because at this point like well, a lot we of people. judges you know Raja was Michelle You know, that because these judges at this point like i i've toured done two tours around
1: with Michelle, I love that I've, you say that word. Say that word again.
0: Tours. 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 I say tours. 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 Mitch, are you from the Midwest? Are you from, I'm from Tennessee? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, tours. Yeah. Tours. Um, I've done like two tours around the the year with Michelle. I've been on. I've done tours with Ross. Like we have been, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you, we work together. So hearing like someone who you work with telling you, "I'm like, well, girl, you remember that um, um, that when we were in Oslo, when you, you know what I mean." <laughs> so it is a little different, uh, and I think that would have made it a little spicier, but
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Barbara Walters often asked her guests, if they were a tree, what tree would they be? But I'm going to ask you, if you were a sandwich, what sandwich would you be and why? Okay, it's a sandwich. What did I call it? A sandwich? I said a sandwich. Sam? Sand. Okay. I think it just, you know. Yeah, Tennessee. Sometime, yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was
0: a sandwich, what sandwich would I be? I think, you know, I'm going to say something like corned beef, but not the sliced corned beef, right? So, not an Arby's sandwich. Not an Arby's. I want to be, so, a piece of uh, my bread would be Ezekiel bread. I love Ezekiel bread. The Bible? Yeah, there's Ezekiel bread. It's, it's bread made from sprouted grains, no, no, no wheat, no okay. barley. So, I would be Ezekiel bread with some mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Okay. Mayonnaise. Now, I'm, I'm, now I'm thinking about See, everything See, now you're thinking you got, everything you, you, you got say. Me fucked up, Joseph Shepard. <laughs> um, I would have some spicy mustard. Okay, and I would have some corned beef. But the one in the can, I'm my family's from the West Indies. I grew up on corned beef. Uh, the one in the can, I put and you you cook it on the fire. Mm-hmm. You put that on my sandwich with some bread, with some more bread on top. I would eat it. That'll be
1: my sandwich. Okay, Subway. There you go. You have corn your beef. integration right here. Do a corn <laughs> beef sandwich.
0: The corned beef fried sandwich with Monet Exchange. Change. Yes. Yeah, right? Why not?
1: Well, you were talking about traveling, and my question for you is, did you ever go to Iceland for winning that challenge? I never.
0: Oh, my God. So, I won that challenge to go. I got a free trip to Iceland. But it was on Wow Airlines. I don't think it had any association with Wow World of Wonder. Yeah. It was just a separate airline called Wow. But the airline, the company, like folded before I was able to redeem my trip, so I never got to go to Pink Iceland for my All Star trip. So Pink Iceland, if you end up seeing this, I still want to come. I mean, I'm probably have to pay my way there now by plane. But will I at least have a place to stay? I'm gonna give a. Bi- i all going to give ai want to go to like the little that little Blue Lagoon thing. Yes, I want to do that. I think that was I won that for the. The makeover challenge. Yeah. I think. Did you
1: does have you gotten all of your prizes? Or has there been other things that you haven't got that you really wanted? I've gotten all the money. Uh-huh. I don't know
0: about any like uh uh prizes like a trip or something that I won that I didn't get. Because All Stars seven was only money and All Stars Four was a mixed bag. We got you got like ten thousand dollars for winning, but also yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know.
1: I loved when Sasha Velour got the year supply of hair products.
0: That's why her hair fell out.
1: <laughs> Sasha Flore had a
0: full head of hair before she won that prize.
1: <laughs> um, You were also recently on the Secret Celebrity Drag Race. You got yeah. to mentor... Loretta Devine. Loretta
0: Devine. I was Loretta Devine's drag mother for what? all of one episode. One but... episode, but... <laughs> She was there, icon. Well, well, you know, she came out and she was like, "Girl, they gonna know who I am." I can't do a good Loretta <laughs> Divine. Her voice is so distinct yes. and so iconic. And I think when she when she came to do the, to do the show, she didn't realize how because they had them celebrities working. They had them in like rehearsals, like in in costume, like they had them like working like like a dance with the star situation. And like we, I met her on the first day in that little rehearsal y'all seen, and we met the second day. She's like, "Girl, I hope they send me home. I have gout in my left foot. I better <laughs> just go home." And I think I. think, they, they were like, this lady wants to go home. Yeah, and uh, they like let her be. She was, but she was working very hard. Bless yeah. her heart.
1: Poor baby. Colorado <laughs> <baby. laughs> divine. Did you enjoy that experience? Was it different? Kind of like mentoring, like you know, celebrities and stuff. Or? Oh,
0: celebrity draggers was completely different from regular draggers. We were. Not because you know we're not sequestered like mm-hmm. we were. We were we were just like normal people paid to be on set to work. You didn't take your phone or anything. Brooklyn myself and GGB had such a good time doing it. And celebrity draggers was great. They paid us very well.
1: You guys came out in great outfits we every single great. week.
0: We'll they like they like they gave us they, the budget was again they had a budget for yes. us. They wanted us to look good and, and feel expensive and fierce too. So they gave us a really good budget to get great clothes and to great to get great wigs and um, it, it was there were a lot of hours working. But you know. That's what you assign up to when you do this stuff. And uh, Celebrity Drag Race was great. I had a great experience doing Celebrity Drag Race. Yeah. So good.
1: Well, we're coming to the end of our little pod pod, so but I do want to give you the chance to tell everybody what you have coming down the pipeline. What's Ooh. what's what's the promo for Monet? I do a lot of stand-up stuff. I'm I really saw that. Are I'm, you
0: enjoying it? I love stand-up. I love doing it so much. And so I haven't been much into clubs much anymore because I really do my own stand-up thing. And um, I did a tour this summer. I did we did Patty and I did ten cities, and then we're doing some more um, in the winter, um, in uh, December and going into 2023 in January, February. So are gonna be doing that. Is that fully out of drag? No, it's in drag. I like doing stand up and drag. Really? I like, girl, when I am up in guiche, I feel the fantasy, yes. I feel I look fucking good. And your jokes become funnier. My jerks are funnier, my fucking, I smell fucking good. Like, mm-hmm. I love doing stand up and drag. And bitch, I'm a motherfucking woman, why not? Yeah, why you know not? what I mean? So I do that in drag, and, um, and I have a lot of some opera stuff coming up. I'm singing with the Minnesota Opera. Wow. In February. I'm um, doing uh, uh, La Fille du Regiment The Daughter of the Regiment and I'm doing that and then um, I'm doing um, some work with the San Francisco Symphony in December for the Christmas show Damn. so I have some really fun stuff coming up that's a exciting. lot of fun stuff you know,
1: ooh. know. Ooh, ooh, Oh, and ooh. I also
0: toured in Australia in May uh, which is like I think they're like there's maybe like a like 98% of the tickets have sold. If you're in Australia and you want to come- Get those last 2%. Get the last 2%. The tour is like practically sold out, but I think there are a few more, so go to um, monetechange.com and you'll see the link in there to get tickets for when one of the dates are.
1: Well, Monet, thank you so much for being here and chatting and having a great sissy that talk with me. Um, where can everybody find you on the socials?
0: I am Monet Exchange on everything except TikTok. So M-O-N-E-T, the letter X, the word change. And on TikTok, I'm the Monet Exchange because I'm Shady Queen.
1: Shade! Because
0: I was late to the TikTok. I don't know about you. Yeah. I was late to TikTok. Yeah. So that's how I got there, girl, somebody done had my name doing uh... a... <laughs> Doing all my shit. And I was like, and they were in drag too. I was like, this
1: is shady. This is not moan, that's moan exchange. <laughs> Well, thank you all so much for listening to the Sissy That Talk Show podcast. And thanks again to my fabulous guest, Miss Monet Exchange. I'm Joseph Shepard. And we want you to subscribe and make sure you don't miss an episode on your favorite podcast app. And if you haven't already, make sure to head on over to the YouTube and watch our little Sissy That Talk show and subscribe there. Until next time, I'm Joseph Shepard. And that is Monet Exchange. Sissy That Talk Show podcast is a Moguls of Media and Forever Dog production, hosted by Joseph Shepard, produced by Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, and Mariah Nicholas, engineered by Margot Padilla, and edited by Doug Robertson.